0: Welcome to the Spirit Restored podcast. This is where the curiosities of spiritualism meet the belief systems of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This podcast is only for those with an open mind. Join Ken Adams on his quest to find higher planes of spiritual experience. So, welcome to the Spirit Restored podcast today, and um, as many of you might know that listen to this that i served my mission in kiev ukraine where the current conflict is going on with russia and i know the people well uh i know what they're like i know what the culture's like i learned the language i spent some time in graduate school studying more about the culture and more about the language and i have friends there that I talk to and people that I know. And uh, on this topic of Ukraine, something that I think is really, really impressive right now that's going on with this conflict is that Ukraine is extremely resilient and very strong right now. It is incredible. It is miraculous. And I know that there's a lot of people praying for Ukraine, specifically for the armies, for the military, for the people to stay protected and safe and protected by God. And I think we're seeing it play out in real time that they are receiving that heavenly help, that guidance that is coming from God. And so you often read in the Book of Mormon stories about war, stories about how there were for example the stripling warriors that went into battle and many of them were wounded but no one was lost and they defeated large armies and it starts to beg the question of how was this possible how was this possible that such a small army like the stripling warriors were able to defeat a large army that wanted bloodshed that was there to kill Right? How is it that this small army was able to accomplish miraculous things? And so today, what I want to talk about in this podcast is how being a missionary in Ukraine and also seeing this situation that's going on right now, knowing these people, knowing what they're like in their hearts, knowing what they believe in, knowing what they stand up for, what really makes them Ukrainians, there is a lot to learn about the spiritual freedom that we can get as we follow a similar pattern that they're doing right now. So as I've been keeping up with the news, as I've been watching this unfold, as I've been reading posts or messages from friends in Ukraine, I've learned that one thing that is totally unifying all of these people is that they know the truth, that they are a free people. And that is a strong, resonating truth inside of them. In fact, when I was a missionary in the Missionary Training Center, I had this awesome teacher, Uh, we just called her Sister G. And she's currently in Ukraine, um, fleeing. She had to leave Kyiv, she has a family now, she has kids. And she's getting out of the country. And she's shared some of these most incredible experiences. And I remember when I was in her class as a missionary, she was maybe a little more uh, harsh on students than other teachers were at the MTC or a little more brash or a little more straightforward. Like, we're not really used to that as Americans, whereas Ukrainians and Russians, they're just going to tell you how it is. They're just going to tell you exactly what you're doing well and what you're not doing well. And we just, we weren't used to that necessarily. So it felt harsh. But the thing that stuck out to me about her was her very deep patriotic love for her own country. Something that couldn't be replaced by anything else, right? And in that power that she has, that love that she has for her own country is very motivating to her. It's very strong to anybody else that's around it. And she still feels that way and definitely also still feels that way about God. And I'll tell you more about an experience she shared on social media, which I think people need to hear because it's very powerful how she's being led by God right now in this moment of fleeing Ukraine. And so, I want to talk about one of the main reasons why I started this podcast, Spirit Restored, is this idea that in order to be powerful spiritually, you need to be free spiritually. You need to be independent spiritually. And Jesus Christ in the scriptures, in the book of John, when he was confronted by the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which by the way, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were Jews and they were members of the church to which Jesus Christ typically like technically belonged to right like Jesus Christ was a Jew and so these are the the Jews telling him what is truth (laughs) it's kind of funny to think about right like I don't know how many times that happens in our church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that we think we know a truth so clearly and so strongly, but it could be completely false, like totally false. I'm thinking about so many things right now that we do in church, and I'm gonna make a later episode about this specifically that says like, these these are the lies we peddle at church, that we believe unequivocally, and they're actually not something that Jesus Christ would agree with at all. And it's not that the, the church leaders are wanting these lies to be spread or that the prophet is wanting that or Christ is wanting to have that spread at all. It's that it's just cultural and somehow culture decides to believe certain lies. So in the time of Jesus Christ, when he's around the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they are set on worshiping the law of Moses, essentially they're worshiping the church and they lost sight of the Messiah. They lost sight of the whole point of being part of the church, the whole point of being a Jew, the whole point of having the Old Testament was to be prepared to meet the Messiah when he came to earth. And Jesus Christ constantly pointed them back over and over and over again, telling them the truth and In fact, in Ukraine with what's going on right now, they have this conviction and I don't know if you've heard it in the news or listened to some videos, but I have because I keep up on it. They have this conviction and the conviction that I hear over and over and over again from multiple different people, leaders in Ukraine, military personnel, citizens themselves, they say, we know the truth. We know the truth and truth is on our side and russia has no power over that and this is incredible because what we're seeing unfold is that truth is literally setting them free and so in this scripture in the new testament jesus christ says this famous famous scripture that the truth shall set you free and the purpose of that statement is so so powerful because I think sometimes we go to church and we just kind of believe whatever is said there. We believe what anybody says and we say, yeah, that must be true because brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so said it was true. And we hear it in primary when we're little kids and we grow up and we hear it in young men's, young women's, and then we serve missions and our mission president reiterates it. And the whole time it's not true. Some of these things are unequivocally not true and not relevant to who Jesus Christ is and what his mission is and what his gospel is. And it's totally okay to stand up and be like, no, that's not true. What you're saying, that, that is not okay. And I'm going to give you an example. And the example is this, that people re- reiterate, emotionally at least, and sometimes verbally, that when they feel guilty, when they feel sad, then, that allows them to calibrate their behavior. They might not believe that they could have good behavior if they truly love themselves for exactly who they are right now. And that is like the opposite of what happens. The reality of what happens when you truly love yourself for who you are deep on the inside, when every fiber of your being knows and accepts who you are, then your behavior will reflect that. The reason why your behavior is not reflecting what you want it to reflect is because you haven't fully accepted yourself. It's because you're saying, I shouldn't do that. I should feel bad about that. When you use the word should, that means sometimes you just want to do that thing. And another time you feel bad for doing it and you don't want to do it. You're incongruent in your heart. There's, There's two forces that are pulling against each other in your heart. And the way to start solving that is to fully accept and love yourself in the same way that Jesus Christ accepts and loves you. And this is an important thing because if you are one of these people that sets the standard so high for yourself that says, I must be this good, and then you punish yourself when you're not, you are having a higher standard than Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ does not do that to you. God does not do that to you. Not at all. You're the one doing that to you. God is not punishing you. It's you. And once you realize that Jesus Christ's standard is to forgive 70 times 7, which in biblical terms, that just means a huge number forever, right? It doesn't actually mean... 490, it means a lot, all the time, right? And we're not just to forgive other people, we're to forgive ourselves. And so the truth will set you free, goes into another, further into this concept, right? When we believe some of these lies that we might hear in the culture of the church, that we might accept in the culture of the church, We need to be willing to stand up and say, no, that's not true. I want truth. I want total truth And that this is where people misunderstand the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that it is a restoration of the church. For one, it is a restoration of our souls, of ourselves. That's another thing. And the final thing is it's a restoration of truth and if we continually believe lies like for example i'm 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 totally okay comparing putin to satan like i have no problem doing that because i feel like putin is one of his instruments right now to be perfectly honest i've heard too many stories i know too much history but what putin does is he gets in front of the the cameras and tells the russian people and the world and ukrainian people that Just a bunch of lies. That's what Satan does is he peddles lies. He just wants to spread lies all the time. He wants to spread confusion. He wants people to not not to know the truth. And so the antidote is to know the truth. That is the only way to truly, deeply repent is to know the truth about yourself. To know the truth about God and to know the truth about the world. And once you know the truth, you are free. There isn't freedom. Like you're, you're not going to be free by just pursuing money. You're not going to be free by just pursuing good behavior that you believe is good behavior. No, you're going to be free, be free when you know the truth, when you know the truth about your own behavior, your, which is a reflection of your desires. When you know the truth of your own desires and what that is. Because I think we lie to ourselves so many times and we say, I didn't want to do that, whatever it was, when in reality, you wouldn't have done the behavior if you, did, if you didn't want to do that. You did the behavior because you wanted to do that. And you won't be free until you recognize the truth of that. And likewise in the church, you won't be free spiritually until your goal isn't to fit in in the church. Your goal must be to know the truth. And once you know the truth, then you can be free. That is the message of Jesus Christ. That is how He frees us, how He frees our souls, how He reveals truth to us. We must know truth to receive more truth, because it's a direction. When we know truth, we start heading in the straight and narrow narrow path. Truth is what sets us free. And when we know truth, we go in the direction that leads to Jesus Christ, that leads to becoming like him, that leads to creating ourselves to be like him. And so when you're at church and you have a question and something settles inside of you that's like, I'm not sure if I believe what they're saying necessarily. And I'll give you an example, me being doing what I do in my job I consistently help people get over depression, get over anxiety, get over anger issues, all of these kind of things that that sometimes even pretty profiled members of the church get up and say, "I'm sorry, but depression might be permanent." And I disagree. I disagree vehemently. I'm going to use that word because it works here. And I'm going to disagree passionately. You can absolutely have wonderful mental health. The reason why I say this is because outside of what I do, which I know when I work with people, I help them get that result that they're after, that, that amazing mental health. Outside of what I do, you might want to ask yourself, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Which if you were in church last week, or maybe it's this upcoming Sunday. That was the topic of Come Follow Me, the lesson in the book of Genesis. A powerful scripture that said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And then when Jesus Christ came to the earth, what did he do the whole time? He cast out devils. He healed the sick. He healed the blind. You know, you might say devils. Some other people might just say mental health issues. And he went and healed them and cast it out and gave them a whole new life. And so for me, that's one of those things, another thing that I stand up against, I say, no, you're not in bondage to depression. You're not in bondage to anxiety. You're not in bondage to any of those things. That's giving it too much power. That's discounting your agency when you combine your agency with God. When you have your agency combined with the agency of God, that is truth. When you choose a path that is true, then that is choosing the path of God. That's what you must understand. And so when I was asking this question, how is it possible that this army in Ukraine, this army in Ukraine right now is putting up such an excellent fight? They are repelling the Russian forces. Like I don't think we've seen since Israel did it, in the Middle East in the three-day war. Was it the three-day war or the seven-day war? I can't remember what it was exactly. But they were, they were being pursued by a few powers on all sides. And Israel destroyed the competition. And now they're a free state, right? Like, it's not like these things don't happen in modern times. We're seeing it happen in real time. And the reason why it happens is because the Ukrainians know the truth and the truth is on their side. And when the truth is on their side, then Christ is on their side and God is on their side. This is the same power that worked in the times of Captain Moroni, when he was leading the people. And it was also the same power that wasn't there when Mormon and Moroni, the last generals of the Nephite armies, knew that the people were no longer righteous, that they no longer hungered and thirsted after truth and righteousness, that the Lord wouldn't be with them in the fight because truth is the only thing that endures after this life. And that's what we need to pursue if we want to be free. And Jesus Christ says in these same scriptures in John, he talks about sin. And after he says this this scripture, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is in John chapter 8, verse 32. In 30, 33, the Pharisees and the Sadducees say something very interesting. They say, they answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? So the Pharisees and Sadducees said, What are you talking about? We're not in bondage. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had this experience at church where you talk to someone and you bring up a truth and they're like, what are you talking about? That's not true. But it's so crystal clear to Jesus Christ. And I think there's a real reason why Jesus Christ came to the church that was supposed to be teaching his teachings and had the scriptures of his words. and. It was written down how the members of the church responded to Jesus Christ and how the members of the church rejected Jesus Christ. I think it's in the scriptures for a reason today, because we need to pay attention to following Jesus Christ and his truth and not following a church and its history. We must follow Christ and his truth if we're going to get to the right place. And so Jesus answered them. And he said, verily, verily, I say unto you, whoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. So basically, he just called them sinners. If, If you're sinning, then you are the servant of sin. And he says, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. He says, if there's a servant in a house, he won't stay there. So he's not really allowed entry. It doesn't endure, right? Servants don't endure after this life. And, but the son abideth forever. And the son endures. And if the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. That is verse 36. This is how you become free. I think people look at financial freedom or they look at freedom from a relationship or freedom from a health problem none of those are true freedom the real freedom is through jesus christ when you know the truth and so i hope you understand in my podcast how i am pursuing truth i don't care what people might be saying now in the church because there's been many instances in the church where something they believed was true was then said that wasn't true and I'm okay standing up for what is true because I know the truth will make you make me free. And this that is spiritual freedom, is what it is. When you only seek truth, that is when you will have spiritual freedom. So I told you that I would come back to this story about my MTC teacher and Sister G. So Sister G, she is in Ukraine and Her experience is this, and I'm going to paraphrase what she said, because it's a long, wonderful post. But she woke up a couple days ago and she's living by she was living by the temple in Kiev, Ukraine, which, by the way, I was there for the dedication. Such a powerful day. And I know that God is protecting the temple right now. She she was living by the temple, and she had a four-month supply of food. She was ready. She could hunker down and have food, and they would be totally fine. And she was praying, and in the prayer, she felt very strongly prompted. And in her own words, she said, I was communicating with God. I was talking to Him face-to-face is how it felt, is what she said. It wasn't just a normal prayer. They were talking face-to-face. And... The communication was to get out. And so she said, luckily, her husband had a car and they got as much food and supplies and their kids all packed in the car and they drove straight away out of the city. And along the journey, they were going to this other city. They were going to cross through another city because it was faster to get to the western part of Ukraine, because the western part of Ukraine right now is the way you could get to Poland. You can get out of the country. And uh, she f- she had a friend text her and say, don't come to the city. Uh, the Russians are attacking the city as well. And she and her husband had to talk about it because going, not going to that city would take a lot longer time. It would be a big detour. And they both thought thought about it, and the spirit impressed her to go the long way. So they went the other direction, and they found out after they made this huge journey a lot of hours of driving and traveling they found out that the road to get out of kiev where they drove got bombed four hours after they left they wouldn't have been able to leave the city and that city that they didn't drive through was receiving missile fire from the russians and so they got out of that whole situation unscathed because they were seeking for truth They were seeking for what God's words were for them that day. And now they're in her words. She says that she knows that God is looking after her people and that God does listen to prayers and God knows us personally. I also believe that myself. When I told my wife, this, she said, I wish that we didn't need wars or tragic things to like have these lessons be important (laughs) and she's right. The time to make this important is before a war. The time to make this important is when everything seems like it's going well. That's the time to pursue truth. And it can be just as powerful to bring a very positive, powerful effect in your life, regardless of what's going on. If your circumstances are great, seek truth. If they're not as great, seek truth and you will become free. That's it for the podcast today. Thank you for listening. And please share this with your friends, share this with people. I know that a lot of you don't really share this podcast publicly uh, on your profiles because it is a little bit controversial, the things that I talk about. It's a little bit edgy, it's a little bit different. Please share it with friends and messages, share it through messenger or text messages, or if you want to share it on your profile. The time is now to seek truth. The time is now to get to know the real truth about who God is, who you are, and who Jesus Christ is. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Ken loves to get feedback from his audience. Send him a private message or write a review so that he can discuss topics that are most relevant to your spiritual experience. Thank you for listening today and remember to join next week.